Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is avoiding confusion. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Paul, somewhere in his epistles, talks about the gospel of grace. The gospel of grace. Do you realize how gracious God is? Do you realize that? Everything that he gives is like a gift. It's like a gift. He gives us life. Paul said, in him we live and move and have our being, and we don't even realize it, but he gives us life. You remember when he created Adam? You remember he took the dust of the earth and shaped it, and then he breathed into Adam. The breath of life. The breath of life. And so, everywhere you look in nature, you have the breath of life given to humans as a gift and to animals and to plants as a gift. Those of you who have studied science at all or who or who have studied philosophy, or who have just simply thought about such things, you realize, or you have, maybe in your college years when you were young, you, you pondered life and you saw how different it is than anything else. Maybe when you were a little child, you, you saw a little bug die, or maybe a, a little animal or something, you saw it pass away even a grasshopper. One moment it was animated, and the next moment lifeless. And the difference between that one moment when it was animated and a moment later lifeless is astonishing. Well, we have life as a gift. So God gives us life, and then he gives us everything else, food to eat, air to breathe, grass to run upon, beautiful flowers, the beautiful sky, the stars. Everything is a gift from God. He is so gracious. Not only that, but we humans tend to ignore him. We tend to act as if he didn't even exist. Have you ever, I don't know, walked into a room and people pretended that they, someone pretended they didn't see you? You knew that they, you were there, but they pretended they didn't see you. They were ignoring you. Or have you ever had someone around you who's angry and, and who's in a huff? And they rush around as if you didn't even exist. Many children experience that. It's very painful. But anyway, that's the way we treat God, by and large. Now, I know you don't do it on purpose. I know. I know. But can you see that... The things around us that we have been given, the science, the technology, the food, the music, everything that we have as a gift is, has to be used properly. It's not to be used to escape into. We're not to use other people as a distraction. We're not to use them as a sounding board. We're not to use them to take advantage of. 
We're not to use them to support us. We're not to use things to escape into. We're not supposed to escape into our texting or into our music or into our marijuana. Everything has to be done lightly, very lightly. And then when it's done lightly, then you can enjoy whatever benefit God had built into it. See, he, he wants us to enjoy our food and, and recreation and so forth, and even work. We should enjoy work. But it must be a, a modest enjoyment, a modest pleasure in things. See, wasn't it Aristotle who said moderation in all things? Well, that's very good advice because when you overindulge something, then it's not good. But what we do is we escape into things. And the other thing we escape into is into our imagination, into our thoughts. We fall away from awareness, from the moment, from the magical, mystical moment, from the now. And we fall into the fantasy world of our imagination. And there we live. And there we have dreams of being great and of getting revenge on people. And we have distractions, distracting thoughts. And when we should be living in God's beautiful present, aware, so aware that from one moment to the next, we are free to do the next right thing. Every moment free to do the next right thing. And so you take a step and then you're free to do the next right thing and the next right thing, and the next right thing. That's the way we're supposed to live. Just wanted to say hi to all the listeners in Southern California, San Bernardino, Yucaipa, Redlands, Temecula, and all of the beautiful cities around the Inland Empire and Great Southland. Also want to say hi to my new listeners in Kansas City and Indianapolis, Indiana. Welcome, welcome all. We're talking today about God's graciousness. And Paul had an expression he called, talked about the gospel of grace. He said, I have been called to proclaim the gospel of grace. Now what he's talking about is to proclaim the news that God is gracious. Now, why is that so important? Well, because we've all messed up. Now, remember what I was saying before. I was saying that none of us set out, none of us set out to deny God on purpose and to ignore him on purpose, but we do so without even realizing it. And the reason that it happens to us is because we have become lost in things. It began when you were a little child and you were emotionalized. And your emotions, when somebody upset you, when they teased you or were cruel to you, or they were impatient with you, or they were snatched something from your hand. You know how you see little kids sitting in the shopping cart and their mom is pushing the shopping cart and she stops the cart somewhere like near the cereal boxes and the little child reaches out and grabs the cereal box. Well, that's what I would do too if I were a little child. 
Then you see her become angry and rip it from the child's hands and then say something mean. And the child starts crying. See? Well, things like that. So when you become emotionalized, you begin to fall away from. You fall away from the inner way of moving and flowing. You fall into a world of reacting. Reacting to things, reacting to cruelty, reacting to pressure, reacting to tease, reacting to confusion. When you were a little child, you know, if your mom was confusing, or she was nice to one child and mean to the other, or your mom and dad were arguing, you couldn't understand why. Or people accused you of something you didn't do, and so on and so forth. It's so confusing. Well, when you become confused, can you see how that's a reaction? When you become upset, why is why are mommy and daddy arguing? When you begin to be upset, you're reacting. When you feel like you have to be really good so you won't upset them, you want them to be happy, and you don't want to do anything wrong, so because if you did, it would make them unhappy, and then they might separate. So you have to go around and be really nice. That's reacting. When you feel like you have to be supportive to your mom or to your dad, and see what I mean? That's reacting. Or when you cry, when you get unhappy, you're reacting. When you feel empty, you're reacting. See? So my point is that that's what you became, is you start to react, but when you react, you become pulled into things. First of all, the emotions, and then the thoughts. First the emotions, and then the thoughts. And then you're in the emotions, and then you're in the thoughts. And when you get pulled into the emotions and the thoughts, sometimes it's hard to come back from it. Some people spend the rest of their life lost in emotions and lost in thoughts. But you must come back to the present moment so you can realize that God is gracious and very forgiving. Now do you get it? God knows that you couldn't help yourself that you were emotionalized by other people and then you became lost in things. He understands that. But now he's calling you back, calling you back to the present where the birds are singing and life is good. I've been around 28 years now on the radio. I, uh, I'm just a man with a microphone. Well, I'm a lot closer to 70 than I am to 65, so I'll give you an idea that I've been around for a while, okay? But I understand some basic things, but more importantly, I know how to recover from them. Some basic things that go wrong, like resentment, hostility, and unfinished business, and not finding the purpose of your life, okay? Getting sidetracked and conforming to other people and then find, finding out you missed the boat. So I know how to recover from that kind of stuff. And I know the answer is spiritual and it has something to do with God and it has something to do with Christ. See, but here's the thing, just hearing about religion, hearing about God, hearing about Jesus, it's not enough. You have to experience him in your innermost being. And what's blocking you right now from experiencing him is undoubtedly resentment and being lost in your thoughts, 
lost in your daydreams and wor- lost in your worries and doubts and fears. And so you have to learn how to stand back from those so you can get clear of them, okay? It's like coming up out of being under the ocean, coming up to the surface, and there's the blue sky and the puffy clouds, and you take a wonderful deep breath of fresh air. That's what you need to do to come out of those daydreams that become nightmares. Rise above them and then find reality, the blue sky and the puffy clouds and where the birds are singing. And that's why I've made a little meditation, too. I've made a little meditation that has been very, very helpful to some people. It's been very helpful to me. And I think it uh, could be just what, what you need if you really and truly want to get better, okay, and find out the purpose for your existence and find out just where you've been going wrong and what's been blocking you from finding all the good things that life can hold. Paul said, I have been called to proclaim the gospel of grace. I began this program by talking about how gracious God is and how he loves to give gifts to his creation and to people. He loves to give them gifts. And I also want you to know now See, I've laid a little groundwork, haven't I? I talked about God's graciousness, and then I I talked about how you fell away from moving from within and flowing from within and being the self that you were made to be, spontaneous, carefree, happy-go-lucky, unfettered, free. And you became lost in things. You're like Alice in Wonderland who fell into a topsy-turvy world, and there you were. You didn't know how to get back. But now here is the good news. God is very gracious, and he calls you back. He calls you back from your dark thoughts and your unhappiness and your worries and your doubts and your fears and your all of your issues. He calls you back. Now, to hear his call, All you must do is learn to refine a bit of awareness like you had when you were a little child before your first fall, before you were emotionalized, before you were upset, before you were made fearful. See, even a little tiny babe, even a little babe, when mom is angry, the babe can sense it. When mom and dad are fighting, The babe can sense it, and it makes the child feel insecure at some very subtle, deep, unplumbed level, and then later a very palpable level. So I don't need to talk about all the things that have gone wrong in our lives, because there are a myriad of them, but what I need to say is that God is gracious and he calls you back. So all you have to do is refine that state of awareness where you're not lost in some things. And when you're not lost in things, then you're close to the present where God dwells and where you can experience his forgiveness. See? Because he's already forgiven you. He's already forgiven you for all the things that you've done wrong because he knows you couldn't help yourself. 
but you have to come back to awareness so that you can receive his forgiveness and cry a little cry, a happy, sad cry, little sobs of sadness and joy at the same time to realize that God has forgiven you. Now all you must do is go forth, go forth, and now discover all the wonderful things that you missed out on during all these years where you've been lost in your thoughts and lost in emotions and resenting other people and blaming them and all of that kind of stuff. Come back to the present and experience God's graciousness. Did you know that my most popular book is The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage? A spiritual and practical look at relationships. My favorite chapter is How to Forgive and Forget. The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage. Check it out at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com. Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you, too, can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Welcome back to Shedding Shackles. Shedding Shackles is supported by contributions from listeners like you. To view our many free resources and make a contribution, visit SheddingShackles.com. Welcome. My name is Roland. We're talking about the gospel of grace, about God's graciousness and his forgiveness and his long-suffering and his kindness. That's what we're talking about. And all you need to do is experience those. But here's the thing. You cannot experience them when you're lost in thinking. You cannot experience them when you're lost in emotions. You cannot experience them when you're lost in anything. So how are you going to not be lost? It's very simple. All you have to do is learn to stand back. Have you ever seen two people that are having some kind of a disagreement about something? And maybe they're starting to get a, a little bit angry. Then all of a sudden, one of them takes a mental step back and says, Hey, it's not that important. And then they both have a good laugh and they're friends again he took a mental step back he took a mental step back okay so that's all you need to learn how to do is to take a mental step back so you're not lost in things and when you take that mental step back you're closer to 
Well, you're closer to God's light. God's light is everywhere. If you close your eyes, if you close your eyes, even if you're in a very, very dark room, you close your eyes and look at the inside of your eyelids, you see little pixels of light, little particles of light, very delicate pattern of light, warm glow. That is spiritual light. That is spiritual light from your Creator. You can be here or you can be in New York City. You can be sitting in your house or you can be in an airplane. You can be at the top of a mountain. You can be in India. You can be in Australia. You can be anywhere. Close your eyes. Look at the inside of your eyelids and you'll see beautiful little delicate sparkles of light. That's God's spiritual light. When you take a mental step back, instead of being lost in your worries and doubts and fears, and lost in your daydreams, and lost in your nightmares, and lost in your marijuana, and lost in your music, if you just take a mental step back, then you are closer to God's light in such a way that it can touch you, and warm you, and enlighten you. When you take a step back, you get the big picture. You see that the little petty argument is not so important. And all of a sudden you have understanding. God's light imparts understanding. And it also has love in it. And it also contains the little, the little bits of, I don't know what to call them, the little bits of data which your soul can download and which will then be collated into noble thoughts that instead of arising from below are the result of realization in God's light. And they also will guide you to become what you were meant to be. And it's a long process. Every day it's a process of doing what's at hand properly instead of angrily. Learning to do things with the right energy, flowing instead of being angry. See, having a light touch instead of being tense and impatient. Learning to be more forgiving. Looking at other people and realizing that they can't help themselves. Just as you couldn't. Remember I said when you were a little child, you began to fall into things. You couldn't help it. You were only a little child and you became emotional because people didn't have understanding around you. But now look very carefully. If your parents, maybe they were decent, but if they didn't have understanding, if they didn't have it, then they didn't have it for themselves either. And what that means is that they were also lost and operating in the dark, and they didn't even know what they were doing. Remember Christ's? words upon the cross. He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. The whole world is blinded. The whole world is rushing, and they don't even know what they're doing, because they don't know how to take that mental step back. But you can learn to take the mental step back. Now, I have made a little meditation. I want to tell you about two of my meditations. The first one is the free meditation. 
if you go to SheddingShackles.com and just click on our resources tab there and you will see right there the free meditation. It's like eight minutes long. It's just beautiful. It helps you to come back to the present moment. It helps you to get centered. It helps you to snap out of your daydreams. It helps you to snap out of being caught up in your emotions and caught up in things. It helps you to get a little closer to God's light. It's very beautiful and it's free. And I also recommend that if you try the little free meditation you like it, I also have a four-part meditation that I just completely remade. Completely remade in the last couple of months. It's just exquisitely beautiful. It's a very simple meditation. It's the essence of simplicity, as I say in the first part. It's four parts. But it also includes some, well, little guidelines little helpful pointers to help you as you grow in this spiritual life. So may I recommend that you check those out at SheddingShackles.com. I don't think you fully realize just how reactive you are, but there is another way of, of living and it's a life of responding to what you know in your heart. And then whatever action or word you speak or do flows from is an extension of your response to what you know in your heart, which is a far cry from what most of us do most of the time, or all of the time, which is reacting to the outside and bypassing what we know in our heart. So, may I recommend that you get the little meditation that will teach you how to become still and get a little separation from those thoughts that now pull you into them and those emotions that pull you into them. When you stand back, you're free to realize. You're free to understand and you're free to be patient. But when you're lost in your emotions and your thoughts, you're not free. You are compulsive and you move with impatience or anger or resentment. Stand back, and you will discover a whole new way of living. And you will also discover something else. Not because I say so, but because that's the way it will be. You'll discover God's gracious forgiveness and His kindness. And life becomes sweet. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.